Live from the Pacific Northwest, it's Portland Story Theater's Urban Tellers. Real. True. Stories. May the narrative be with you. I love my mom, and we're really close. I'm really lucky, and I know not everybody gets that. I used to have long conversations with my mom about a lot of different topics about life, and they were pretty meaningful conversations. She's almost 90 now, and things are different. Sometimes I forget about that. So it's two years ago, it's the day after Christmas. My husband and I are going to pick up my mom from my brother's house. She spent the night there. We've been to 10 freaking Christmas parties in five days. We're exhausted, two families now. We just got married seven years ago. Two families, and we're pretty wiped, pretty wiped out. But we were very excited to see my mom. It's about an hour's drive. We're in the Bay Area, across the Golden Gate to Marin. We're in the city. And excited to see her because, you know, I've gotten to this point with my mom knowing she's not going to be around forever. And I really do my best to cherish, you know, every moment with her and the time that we have. Because I know she's not going to be here. So we run up and it's, hi mom, she's very excited. She absolutely loves my husband. She's like kind of giddy over him actually. And um, it's, it's very cute, you know? And they do these games a lot and different things. Sometimes they get a little bit obnoxious like when they play canasta together. It's pretty bad. I really like her. So we decided to put my mom in the front seat of the car. Tom's driving and I'm in the back. So they can, you know, spend some nice quality time together. <laughs> It starts. She's the major direction giver of the universe. When I was a child, she used to drive my dad nuts. One kid would get in the front seat and be able to drive, you know, on vacations and be in the front when they didn't have bucket seats. And I'd be in the front, she'd be like, Dan, you need to go that way, you need to go that way. And my dad's like, would you stop, you stop. And I'm like, mom, you're driving us nuts, please. So she never gave that up. <laughs> Tom decides to take another route. That's why she starts up, because there's a lot of uh, traffic. And she's, I tell you, she's deaf, a little bit deaf in her left ear, and kind of forgets sometimes to put in her hearing aid. So she's getting louder, more excited, louder. Tom, go that way, and kind of make it in a game. Tom, go that way, that way. So this went on for a while, and then I'm trying to drum up some good, meaningful conversation with her in the back seat. I'd get out about three or four, you know, words, and she'd start interrupting, and just it just got super disjointed. And uh, Tom's kind of going crazy because he, believe me, hates backseat drivers. It's not like that. And it just started getting irritating. Like it wasn't funny anymore. And I'm like this inside going, ugh. It was just so much stimulation, like after 10 or 15 minutes of interrupting and kind of dominating and different things and trying to get into these connecting. And we're not. None of us are connecting. And it's a beautiful day. And I'm starting to do this. And I don't want to leave the car, which I can't. <laughs> About a 
year and a half ago, uh, she went to a friend's funeral, and she came back. She's really hilarious, actually. And she says, I'm planning my own funeral. I'm doing it, and I'm going to put it all in writing so you kids don't have to do anything. She did that when she went into independent care as well out of her house. I'm having a meeting with all of you kids, and you, you don't get to you tell me no on this. I'm going into independent living and then assisted care. And you don't get to say, no, I, you know, sorry, I'm not going to live with you, you know? <laughs> so she's like, I'm planning my own funeral. I've got, she did it. She's got the readings and the music and where she's going to have it and what kind of food and everything all planned out. And I've been assigned her eulogy give her because she liked the way I gave the eulogy to her mother, you know, at her mother's funeral. So I'm the eulogy giver. So it just kind of speaks to her little control issues at times, which we find quite funny. And, you know, like I said, I have a good relationship. So so we're heading down to Ocean Beach, which is this gorgeous view, you know, going up and around to take the back road to this beautiful part of San Francisco to um, get on the bridge and go. And I'm like, this in the car, I'm not like that. And she says, one more time, she goes, Tom, you're going the wrong way. Go. And I go, Mom, would you please let him drive? He knows what he's doing. And she goes, okay, sorry. I didn't mean it. And I go, oh, God. <laughs> the guilt. Oh, my God. I'm supposed to have these cherished moments with my mom. Look how I'm acting, right? And I was really not my best self, and I was stubborn. I was going to stay that way. You know that feeling? And I felt really bad and really guilty. But then I felt justified. You know, so I had this kind of fight going on inside of me. And then I'm like, God, this is hard. You know, this, this is hard. My mom's changed. So... The ironic thing is, Tom's driving, and all of a sudden he goes this way, and he's supposed to go this way, and he takes the wrong turn. <laughs> I didn't say a thing, I'm just kind of exhausted. You know? <laughs> I'm like, fine. <laughs> and this is what I see in the front seat from my mom. She's like, <laughs> They go, Mary, do you have to use the restroom? I'm like, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm staying in the car. Oh, I get a breathing breathing room, you know, here. So they leave, they get out of the car, and I have this kind of war go on inside of me. It's like, I look up and it's sunny, and I'm like, Mary, get out of the car, it's gorgeous. No, I'm staying in the car. I'm not getting out of the car. I'm staying in the car, I'm tired. Mary, leave the car. You, uh, you can do it. Get in your heart. You know how to do that. You teach people how to do that when you freaking get in the car. I'm out of the car, I mean. I'm like, no, I'm staying in the car. And I'm like pouting. And I'm watching myself pout. You know? Knowing better, right? So my heart won. And I got out of the car. And I started walking over. And it's a place I was raised a couple miles from there. It's near the ocean in the fog. And it's this wonderful sunny day in San Francisco, which never happens. And I look over. I walk a little bit, and I look over, and I'm like, this is a new uh, 
overlook. I've never been here. And over on the left is this expansive ocean view, and over on the right is the Golden Gate Bridge, and it's just like glorious. And I'm like, oh my god, this is glorious. And this mistake Tom had made, right, became this glory. You know, it was magnificent. And I went, God, you're just being a little over here, you know. <laughs> I was acting, you and so um, they came out of the restaurant and I go, you guys, come over here, it's amazing. And like all this stuff just left, like kind of the fog in my head, you know, and that reactivity and everything, and it just left. And we had our iPhone cameras and we're taking pictures. And at one point, I mean, I looked at the pictures after, we're doing three selfies and our noses are big. <laughs> and at one point, Tom's like, put your finger on your heads and twirl, and we're doing these like twirls together. And we were in pure joy. And it was so great to have that shift, you know, to get in my heart like that, and then be able to be have that shift. So, of really spending this, these moments of joy together. My mom loves Saturday Night Church Lady. You guys know that word? And she does this, she, at one point she goes, okay, we have to do the church lady. And she goes, do you know? What did she say? How's it going? How's it going, you guys? How does it start? I forget. Whale. How was it again? Pure wedding, like you know, <laughs> and I have those pictures. We get back in the car to go home and go over the bridge, and I start to kind of reflect. And I went, <coughs> you know, that irritation was really grief and sadness about my mom. She's developing some dementia and different things in the very beginning stages. She's not the way she used to be with certain things. She's different, and she's still alive, and I'm really grateful for that. But you know, she's more in her heart than ever, and the joy, and she's happy. And when I was able to just let go of kind of my expectations and what things used to be like in the future, in the past, I was able to really enjoy that moment and those moments that we had together, and I'll always remember them. So I realized that the irritation was really sadness. And then it felt okay. So we, Tom and my mom have this ritual when we drop her off. She has this gate, and she has this, you know, those kind of driveways in front of her independent living that are really easy to get in and out of. So my husband always drives and they do this thing. She gets behind the gate, and she's like, Tom, this way, this way, this way, over here. And Tom goes, oh, this way, like this, like this. So, like this. She's like, yeah, a little more like this, like this. So I'm in the, this seat. Let's say the car's over here now. I'm here um, in the passenger seat, and I decide to climb up onto the, um, get up above, out through the sunroof and video. And she goes, adios, 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 amigas. I love you, I love you. My husband and I say, we love you. Goodbye. So I climb down into the chair. And I 
said, I got all that on video. It's going to be perfect for her eulogy. <laughs> Yeah, it's just perfect.